Hello and welcome to the Journal Podcast. I'm Claire Bishop, Career Partner Manager for the Chartered Insurance Institute. And in this episode, I'll be talking to Rosie Gospage and Ryan McAllister. In this episode of the podcast, we are discussing apprenticeships. I'm joined by two former apprentices and winners of the CII's Apprenticeship Awards, Rosie Gospage, Assistant Underwriter at Tokyo Marine Kiln Insurance Services Limited, and Ryan McAllister, who's the Supplier Manager at Eshore Group. And here is my conversation with Rosie and Ryan. Well, hello to you both, and thank you very much for joining us on the podcast today. Hello. Hiya. Hi. So let's get started. Um, can you briefly tell us a little bit about yourself, who you are, where you work and what apprenticeship you completed? Rosie, if we start with you. Yeah, sure. Hi, I'm Rosie. I'm now an assistant underwriter in cyber working at Tokyo Marine Kiln and I completed the Level 3 Insurance Practitioner Apprenticeship Scheme. Brilliant. And Ryan? Uh, hi, yeah, my name is Ryan McCullister. Uh, I work at Eshore as a supplier manager and I've been there borderline touching 11 or 12 years now. So um, I started in a call centre for a couple of years, moved into underwriting for about seven or eight years and then uh, recently moved into a supplier manager role. And I completed the level four CII diploma in insurance. Brilliant. Thank you. And, and just staying with you, Ryan, can you tell us what made you choose the apprenticeship route? Uh, yeah, I guess I just always had a bit of a, an interest in personal development and utilising my time. I'm, I'm I'm a bit of a nightmare for just relaxing in my free time. So it, it felt like a, a good thing to to plug the gap. Um, I did the CII certificate back in 2017, I believe. So I had a taste of, of what a CII course entails. And they're always just encouraged at work as well. So it was it just kind of felt like a no-brainer that I... I it was something I wanted to explore. And then when I, I looked into it more and I saw the sort of modules I could learn about, you know, things like insurance law, business and finance, it kind of just felt right that I wanted to explore it and complete it. That's brilliant. Thank you. And and Rosie, what about you? So when I was 15, 16, you know, going into GCSEs, there was a lot of pressure from school of what do you want to do? What career pathway do you want to be on? Um, so I was doing a lot of work experience in all different fields. Um, and when I went into the city, I got really excited of that buzz. Um, and I had a genuine interest in banking and insurance anyway. So fast forward to A-levels again, still getting that pressure from school and careers advisors. Um, but I knew I didn't want to go to university because I didn't know what I wanted to study for a further three or potentially four years. Hence why I started looking at apprenticeships and yeah, went for it. <laughs> um, uh, and how you so say you were looking at apprenticeships. What made you finally choose the insurance one? Um, Again, work experience, I guess. Um, I wanted to be fully equipped before I was entering work at 18 of what I was going to go into. Um, and I was really excited and had a genuine interest in insurance, um, the culture, career modules that I would learn. Um, so yeah, that's what made me choose insurance. Brilliant. So just keeping with you, Rosie, how did you manage to balance the time between the formal learning and the on-the-job on training and working? Because there's quite a lot going on there in, a, in an apprenticeship. I think it can be 
quite daunting at the start, but I was really lucky with my apprenticeship. So I had 20% of my working week was allocated solely to my apprenticeship work. So that meant Monday to Thursday, I could complete my work, my nine to five work. Um, and on the Friday, I could complete my coursework and revision for my apprenticeship. Um, I think communication organisation is is very key. I was always making my team and colleagues aware what I had going on and they were so accommodating that if I needed any more time outside of that 20% that they would give that to me. So that meant that I still had my evenings and weekends free rather than continuous studying. Oh, that's good. And uh, Ryan, what, what, what was your experience with the level four? Yeah, very similar to Rosie, actually. And, and thankfully, the, the 20% i.e. the day to revise also fell on a Friday, which was quite nice. You know, it wasn't feet up on the couch watching TV, but it was it was nice to look forward to that at the end of the week. Again, work was super supportive as well. It kind of helps that I started doing my apprenticeship and then we went into lockdown and I started working from home. So again, you know, cutting out a, an hour's drive into Manchester, an hour and a half drive back, you know, I found to utilise that time in the, the best possible way by just putting it into my study time. So, and I kind of just got into the, the habit of every single day, work, gym, come back and do an hour's revision and then relax. So it was, you know, I was just slowly digging away at it day in, day out without it feeling like a really massive task. So yeah, that that's like a, a little and often kind of approach. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, brilliant. And Ryan, how would you say you've benefited personally from the apprenticeship programme? It and how do you think it's different from traditional routes such as university? Yeah, again, similar to Rosie, I, I just wasn't interested in the uni route solely because I just didn't know where to, what I wanted to do or where I wanted to go. And I guess the one benefit of that is once I got my foot in the door in the insurance world and realised I did have a taste for it and, and did find it super interesting that I could go through the apprenticeship route, work would support me, not only you know, with the time, but financially as well. So I've not got the the, the debts looming over me that you would normally get with a, a uni course. Um and then just other opportunities, you know, I, I wouldn't be doing a podcast, I don't think, on my Friday morning if I'd not done my apprenticeship course. So I guess these are the benefits like that as well. Brilliant. And, and Rosie, how do you feel that completing an apprenticeship has contributed to your development? I think it's benefited me so much, not only in terms of confidence, but interpersonal skills as well. Um, so, for example, it's helped me strengthen my communication, teamwork, communication skills that... I probably wouldn't have learned at university as I've had to implement these every single day within my team and working alongside industry professionals. Um, but this also led me to attain my first industry recognised qualification, which was my CERT CII and now continuing to my diploma and ACII. Um, and also what Ryan said, I get paid for learning, <laughs> which means I doesn't, I don't come out with any debt. Um, you know, so you're working at 18, but you're still having fun at the same time. Yeah, absolutely. And how do you see your career progressing now that you've completed that? And you've already talked about the the, the learning that you're doing now, but where do you see your career going? Um, so I was... I was lucky and took part in a rotation scheme. So that meant that I got to work alongside different classes of business, ranging in terrorism, accident health, professional indemnity, cyber, which gave me an opportunity for multiple career paths at my at the end of my apprenticeship. Um, but not only that, I got to meet, you know, amazing people around the company, um, which gave me 
important contacts and helped me build my sort of personal portfolio as well. So already from 18 as an apprentice, I've been an underwriting assistant to now an assistant underwriter at the age of 21, which is quite amazing really when you think about it and it's it's sort of given me a clear career progression pathway which I have a genuine interest to follow and I can't wait for the day where I get to become an underwriter and hopefully senior underwriter um so yeah well it's exciting you see <laughs> um and and Ryan I think you've already um changed your role since you completed your apprenticeship haven't you I have, yeah, and I think I could probably put a little bit of that down to the um, the course that I did just because it opened my eyes to what else was in the insurance industry. You know, I, 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 all I had known was, was personal lines, insurance, and doing that apprenticeship, it kind of just made me realise that really that's such a small slice. And although I'm still with the same company, it's only dealing with personal lines, it, it, it broadened my horizons and made me want to reach out to, you know, doing a totally different role altogether. So, um yeah, yeah, I would definitely put part of that down to um, the apprenticeship. And I guess the taste of that just makes me want to continue learning. Like I've already signed up for the um, the climate risk certificate with the CII just because, again, in my new role with supplier management, you know, one of the important factors of that is is ESG and the suppliers that were on board and making sure they align with our values. And to get a better understanding of that, that's something that I'm going to have to now dive into because that's that's not an area I'm I'm familiar with. Oh, that's brilliant. Thanks, Ryan. And I think we've touched on a couple of these in our conversation, but um Rosie, what do you think are the common misconceptions about apprenticeships? I think one of them might be that you miss out on sort of that university lifestyle, you know, going away from home, partying, but I don't think you do because I've made some great friends throughout my apprenticeship um, and got to go on a lot of social events with work, organise them. Um, you know, I was part of the sports and social committee. So you get to still be in a part of quite a lot of fun of events and activities as well. And I also think another misconception might be workload. And as we've said, how do you balance that? But, you know, you get your day of apprenticeship work that you can focus on um, and smash out, really, which, you know, I've said still leaves me with my evenings, weekends free to, you know, go out, socialise, spend quality time with my family and friends. So, yeah. I think that's interesting. I think the insurance profession, it, it is a very social, a social one from my experience. Um, Ryan, do you agree with those? Do you think there are any other misconceptions? Totally agree with those. Yeah, I guess we're just one more, which is kind of in the same vein. Um, it's just apprenticeships not being as good as degrees, so not just the social side of uni, just the actual qualification that you get at the end, where I would argue they're equally as important, if not more important, if you are looking for a you know a career in the insurance industry because they're specific to the role um, or specific to the industry as opposed to you know a degree that might not really have any bearing on on the, the career that you're looking to head into. So that was one I would say was um, is one to to remember. And again, I know Rosie's already touched on it. You, you're learning whilst on the job as opposed to being in a classroom and then, you know, joining the workforce four years later. You, you've already got that three or four years under your belt, knowing how things work whilst also learning on the side. Brilliant. Is, is there anything else you'd like to share with with our listeners about apprenticeships or your experiences, Ryan? 
for me, I guess it just would be there will be times where you question your decision. There were several times during the, you know, the two or three years where I was like, is this the right thing? Have I, have I, have I made the right call here when I'm, I'm sat the weekend before an exam cramming in revision where, you know, my friends might be outside having a good time. But um, those times will pass and it is only ever temporary, those sort of feelings. And it's, it's definitely worth the, the, the little extra graft to, to do them, in my opinion. Brilliant. Thank you. And, and what about you, Rosie? Yeah, I think just to echo Ryan's point, you know, hard work does pay off. Um, there is going to be times where it is it might be a little struggle to manage everything, but, you know, keep that cool, calm head, structure and organisation, and you'll honestly be fine. And I think one thing that is not said about apprenticeships is that you do have fun. I actually really enjoyed learning not only the class of business, but insurance generally. And I don't think many... 18 year olds can say that you've done a nine to five, you were doing your apprenticeship work. It's an astonishing achievement that you should all be proud of. Absolutely. No, I, I agree with that. And talking of achievements, we're actually opening up registration for our apprenticeship awards this year um, in, in a week or so. Um, how, how did you feel? You both went in your categories. How did you feel coming along to that award ceremony and, and collecting your prizes? I was actually overjoyed and just grateful, I think, because, you know, when you are doing this work and you submit it and you get that certificate at the end, I thought that's where it sort of stopped. And I was very proud of myself. But for my colleagues and peers and judges to further then notice the hard work and coursework that I'd submitted. Yeah, I was I was very grateful and very, very proud. <laughs> oh, you should be. And what about you, Ryan? Yeah, I, I was I was exactly the same. I was kind of a bit in shock. Like I know I did well, but I didn't realise I did so well. And just again to get recognised, not only you know with the award, which is nice, and you, you, your colleagues and your boss knowing that you've done a, a super good job as well. But you know the the financial prize as well. You know I managed to spend it wisely in Paris, which I was not foreseeing when I was doing my exams. So um, yeah, I think it was just it was just a, a really good period of time. But oh, that's brilliant. That's great. Well, thank you both very much, uh, Rosie and Ryan, for joining me today. Um, it was really lovely to talk to you and interesting to hear your experiences in completing your apprenticeships and and your thoughts and experiences um, uh, about the awards as well. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Claire. Thanks, Rosie. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you for listening to this episode of The Journal podcast. For more podcasts and useful links, please visit thejournal.ci.co.uk forward slash podcasts. And until next time, goodbye.